welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we're so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. Please, we would love to hear from you, so send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com. Today, our guest is Colin Donovan. He is a Catholic theologian, he is a Mariologist, and he is the Vice President of Theology right here at EWTN. And Colin has recently been honored by Pope Francis with an appointment to the Pontifical International Marian Academy. Amen. And you might be saying, I didn't even know there was one. What is all that about? What does that mean? Yeah. And we are gonna have a conversation and Colin is gonna explain all of that to us and his beautiful devotion to our Blessed Mother and how all that came about in his life and how it deepens and enriches us as Catholics and at the network. Yeah. Well, Colin is just a real blessing, personally, yes. as a friend. I've called on him numerous times to help us out with the show, with theological mm -hmm. questions, and, uh, you know, and he does so. It's just so great. No Catholic has an excuse like we had kind of growing up. Well, I really don't know what the church believes, and nobody's really talking about it. Colin Donovan will talk about it. And so he's been seen on, on TV, radio. He has open line, mm -hmm. I think, on Friday. Um, he's been doing the Catholic sphere with Doug Keck regarding theology. And so uh, you'll be very familiar with Colin. So it'll just be great to be with him personally. And so we, we heard about, like you said, Joy, this appointment to the Marian Academy by the Pope that mm -hmm. he would be there and kind of the diploma that he was given by our bishop. And so we have that. That's a lot of words. And we want to know what they mean. And Colin's going to unpack that for us and help us to fall more deeply in love with Jesus through Our Lady. So plenty more to come. We'll be right back. Please don't go away. Welcome back. You're at home with Jim and Joy, and today our guest is Colin Donovan. He is a Catholic theologian, a Mariologist, and the Vice President of Theology right here at EWTN. And Colin has recently be on, has been honored by Pope Francis with an appointment to the Pontifical International Marian Academy. And we are so excited to have you. We were watching the mass recently and the bishop was there and I was like, oh, hon, the bishop's yeah, at mass today, me. something's said, happening. Oh, there's a big deal going on <laughs> the bishop's day, I wonder so why. what is happening? And then we watched and we mm -hmm. looked in and saw how yeah. you were being honored. So first we want you to tell our family a little bit about yourself and how long sure. you've been here at the network mm -hmm. and then tell them about your beautiful recent honor. Well, I've been here, it'll be, uh, or was, 28 years here just last month in August. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's been a great privilege. I was teaching in Nashville, Tennessee at, a, at the Dominican College there, run by the Nashville Dominicans, Aquinas College. And uh, Deacon Bill Steltemeyer was actually from Nashville, but he commuted down here every week, week to be Mother's right-hand man, her president, yeah. 
as, as she was chairman of the of EWTN. And so I got invited down uh, one Thanksgiving to fill in for a guest. And uh, as mother often said in those days, well, we'll have to have you back on. So my getting back on was <laughs> to be invited yeah. down to work for Mother Angelica and to answer her mail, yeah. uh, to answer the mail of the nuns. The nuns had been answering, uh, you know, yeah. questions that people present, moral questions, theological yeah. questions. And they, she didn't want them doing that, but that was what they had to do was we were getting off the ground in those years. So uh, I took over that role, right. and uh, that led to our theology department and to uh, where we are today, where we're reviewing books and uh, watching programs that will air on EWTN and making edits where necessary to preserve the, uh, preserve the faith and to remain in the, you know, in, in the center of the mission that the Lord gave Mother. Yeah, Excellent. Well, you know, just hearing your story again, and I'm not surprised that Deacon Steltmeyer and, of course, Mother were so involved. And I just think when I hear that, how many incredible selections she made. You might not say yeah. that about yourself, but yeah. I say that. Like, she just knew, like, who was supposed to be here, and she didn't have, like, a lot of information, but she kind of met them, listened, mm -hmm. and said, yeah, and these people have been with us for, like, decades. And some of them she had particular inspirations. I think in Bill that was certainly the case, that she knew Mm -hmm. You're going to work for me. I think she even told him. Mm -hmm. uh, so she 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 had those kinds of inspirations. But uh, I like something that uh, that a priest told me 40 years ago. Now he said, you know, you don't you don't see the future, you don't know what the Lord's going to do with you. But if you look back and you see how the hand of providence mm -hmm. has guided you to where you are, and I think every, everybody at EWTN can look back and see how the Lord guided them to fulfill a particular function that they serve here in the network, whether it's a humble function or whether it's a more exalted one uh, or a significant one, uh, doesn't matter, but the yeah. Lord has guided them here, and I think they can see that in their own journey, their own story. Mm. And and with great gratefulness, right? Right, always. And just great humility. I mean, we always say, we are sitting at a table that we have not set. And when mm -hmm. they go three, two, one, and you're on live, we're like, we have no business being here. But God said, this is what you're going to be doing. And so here we are, yeah. because we're just all just trying to be obedient and work sure. at our salvation with fear and trembling and trying to be holier than we were yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and Mother could never have imagined where mm -hmm. the network would go, where where it's gone under Deacon Bill and Michael Warsaw since uh, she uh, since her stroke and she wasn't able yeah. to serve and since Bill's passing. Uh, but all of that, you can see how God had the plan. Mm. He's the architect, yeah. and so we don't need to think too deeply about it. We have to make prudential decisions. You know, am I going to work for this employer? Am I going to work for this? Yeah. Per, you know, am I going to marry this person? I'm going to, you know, not marry. We make those kinds of decisions using the information we have available. We're not God. We're not omniscient. We don't mm -hmm. see the future. But God who sees it, mm -hmm. if we're listening and attentive to his inspiration, we will make the right decisions and it will, he will be able to lead us where we want to go. And all that's things, certainly been the history of EWTN. All things work together for yeah. good for mm -hmm. those who love God exactly. and seeking to fit into his plan. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. That's what the whole network is about. So uh, tell us, you know, this is beautiful wording here, Pontifical <laughs> International Marian Academy. You were appointed by the Holy Father mm -hmm. um, and, and received the diploma. And so and Bishop Raker presented this to you recently. What does that mean? I mean, it sounds sure. really good. What, what does it mean? What are the implications of yeah. that? And you know, why were you honored in this way? 
Well, the first thing to understand is that the, the church is not, uh, you know, sometimes you hear the argument, well, the church was against science or it's against social science or it's against this, that, the other thing. Mm -hmm. No, the church has always is interested in the truth. And academies, we know that word academics, that's, that's studiousness and studies and advancing in studies. So the church has, I believe it's 11 now different academies for different okay. purposes, uh, for theology, for the work of St. Thomas Aquinas, Pontifical Academy of, of Life. Uh, right. The Marian Academy, of course, is dedicated to the study of Mary. And it was started in the 40s, originally as a project of the Franciscans, the OFMs, and uh, it became, was made pontifical by Pope John 23rd. And so what it does is it gives a place where Mariologists, those who study Mary, those who promote devotion to Mary, uh, those who are speculatively looking at the body of theological knowledge available today, what the faith teaches, what theology is thinking about and speculates about, how could these things relate, can do that within the context of a church organization. And that's not just the Pontifical Marian Academy, but in various countries. We have in the United States, the Mariological Society uh, of America. Uh, so there are, I think, a dozen or more of these associations around the world doing these kinds of things. And the umbrella for them is the, is the Pontifical International Marian Academy in Rome. So the idea there is that theologians who are interested in the theological science regarding Mary, her role in the church, her role with relationship to her son, something Pope Francis in an address to the academy here in 2021, I think said, this is an area to expand the understanding of the relationship of Mary uh, and the word. Uh, if you recall, and he pointed to what Pope Benedict had written on this regard during his pontificate, this area of the relationship of our Lady is the mother of the Word and the Word Himself. Mm. Say so, that again. Mm. Say that again, Colin. Well, mother, that... Mother of the Word. And, right, that yeah. Christ is the Word who made flesh, as right. St. John tells us in his yeah. Gospel, and that Mary is the mother of that right. Word. Mm. So what are the implications? And this the Pope Benedict and Pope Francis in his address was pointing to some, you know, expanding of interest and thinking about and discussion about this. Because Theology, unlike the faith, faith is a teaching by the magisterium that obliges us to believe it. Theology is speculative in the sense that theologians propose the magisterium may ultimately judge a particular formulation or some aspect of what is proposed okay. as being true, revealed by God, and can teach it as well. But theologians discuss these things before they rise to the level of something that the magisterium would say, yes, we bless this formulation, uh, this expression of the faith with regard to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And so the, the uh, Pontifical Marian Academy is doing that kind of work as are other Mariologists around the world. And they get together in congresses. Um, I mentioned this address that uh, the Pope didn't make it himself in 21 because of COVID, but uh, the uh, Cardinal Ravassi, who was at that time the head of the uh, Congregation for Culture, uh, gave the address in his name, sort of gave some marching orders to what should be studied and, 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 and what would be important to look at. And the relationship of the word and that was, was one of those. And then also the ecumenical dimension, because Mary isn't 
you know, we, we, share, we share Mary, Mary as our mother with all Christians, but not all Christians mm -hmm. are ready to accept her in the same sense that we do, even mm -hmm. though they respect her role in salvation history. So there's an area which needs a good deal of work as well. Well, Colin, when did you begin this journey and this love with our Blessed Mother? <laughs> well, I, I, I point to kindergarten. Mm -hmm. uh, my mother hauled me down the street, it was like six <laughs> blocks from where we live, to the Sisters of Zion, a community founded by Alphonse Rattisbone to, uh, to uh, apostolate to the Jewish people, actually. And she had trouble getting me going inside and the typical kindergartner crying and mm -hmm. so on. The next day, apparently, I got up and I had packed my lunch and I was ready to go out the door. So obviously, I was going to be a studious type. But I do remember their great emphasis on, on Our Lady. Remember, it was his role was in connection with the Immaculate, uh, the immaculate Heart and the, the Miraculous Medal. Mm -hmm. And so this is what propelled me forward. And it was before 1960 when everybody was expecting the release of the Fatima Secrets. Mm -hmm. There was this supposition yeah. that because Lucia had said it couldn't be released before 60, that it would be released in 60. And the Pope of that day, John 23rd, said, uh, no, this is not speaking of my time, and he didn't release it. So the sisters talked about Fatima, and they talked about Our Lady, given their own uh, congregation's uh, origins and so on. And I think that's where it started, and mm -hmm. that stuck with me all growing up, the praying of the rosary, and um, I can't think of a time when, when that interest and that love lapsed. It just step by step by mm -hmm. step in the spiritual life and in the academic life as as we all move in that way, mm -hmm. one step in front of the other. See, I'm, I'm late to love her, mm -hmm. and it hurts my heart, you know, because it's like, mm -hmm. it, as Protestants, we protest that. So you yeah. say, ecumenically, she belongs to all of us, but there's such, there's such a, a protest. Mm -hmm. And I can remember telling her how sorry I was yeah. to love her yeah. so late. And it's like, now it's like all the days, all you want to do is love her more and more. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so grateful yeah. that, yeah. you know, you said your experience was when you were in kindergarten. Yeah. I mean, how she guided you so beautifully, yeah. you know? I'm sorry, uh, I didn't know I was going to get so upset. No, but I, I think I feel, a lot of people feel that I way. I feel your great love yeah. and devotion yeah. for her. Yeah. And it's like, he's always loved me, Joy. Yeah. You know, so well, beautiful. Joy, Joy obviously, Joy. Is, a, is a convert to the faith. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, what is the protest? What is the resistance? And I think mm -hmm. it's a real inheritance yeah. from the Reformation and people are just trying to be obedient to what they were raised in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like Catholics just, they, they overdo it. They think she's divine. They think she's, you know, she's on the same oh, place with the Oh, just too much Mary. So, so you, it's kind of, you don't go there, you know. And, and, and so you just kind of, that, that gets on you and you just kind of say, well, this is my, I'm trying to be loyal to what, I'm, that's, that's what, right. I'm, what mm -hmm. they're teaching me or what I think they've said. Yeah. And for Joy, you know, this is like ecumenism again. When we were, when I was, I was a lapsed Catholic and looking to come back home to the church, Joy's going to be a convert, a reluctant convert. But, you know, she met with a priest in the diocese because, you know, it was very traumatic for her that I'm going to leave 22 years of being an Episcopal priest right. and then, you know, okay. um, And so this priest had a lot of wisdom. He said, you know, Joy, I see you as an intercessor. You're an intercessor. 
So she said, yeah. She goes, well, Mary's an intercessor. You should take her as your partner in prayer. He didn't get into the different dogs. Take sure. her as a partner in prayer. And so Joyce, she said, you believe in the communion of saints? That there's, because she's Anglican. She, yeah, I do believe in the communion of saints. And then, then just ask her to pray with you. She's an incredible intercessor. Mm -hmm. And so Joy came in like through friendship, through encounter yeah. with Mary, not going through some of the difficult to understand dogmas maybe, you know. Right. She, she came to accept all of those but fell in love with Mary through encounter, like many people do, they encounter Jesus. And so she encountered Our Lady, and she saw one day on the beach, we were on the beach, <laughs> and when we were thinking about coming back, and she was having problems with Mary, and you know, the, this husband's trying to take care of all the kids, and this and that, and it's, and it's not working out. And the mother comes up, and everything quiets down, everything's peaceful. Everything got taken and care of. And what did the Holy Spirit like say to you? The whole world needs a mother. The whole yeah. world needs a mother, Joyce. And it was just visible in that family. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, like, what's the matter with me? Like, it was just veils were being lifted from mm -hmm. my eyes. Yeah. And, you know, it was just so beautiful. And so I'm so grateful for your great love and your length of love and what you understand and how mm -hmm. you can explain it. Yeah, so there are ways to meet people at a non-Catholic well, you know, and I, and I think your, your experience and your own journey there has illustrates something, and that is, you know, what is, what is our age about? Our age is about, I mean, we use terms, and in some circles these terms like ecumenism and dialogue are disliked. Uh, we should be telling people what they should believe. But I think the reason Our Lady appeared, say, at Fatima and yeah. in the other Marian apparitions is because of the maternal relationship, and she showed that. Mm -hmm. Now, there's some sternness in there, as we've since yeah. seen mm -hmm. with the release of the third secret, the, 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 the holding up what can happen if we do not uh, stop offending yeah. God. So there is some maternal sternness there. But it's this desire to be open to others, to have a relationship with her, which will bring people closer to Jesus, as Louis happens. de Montfort, to <laughs> Jesus mm -hmm. through Mary. Mm -hmm. Mary brings us to her son as she did at Cana. She solved the wedding guest problem by bringing the problem to her son on behalf of others. So I think there's a beautiful example of where dialogue and ecumenism regarding Our Lady can go in our own times. And I saw this to some extent. We had the Mariological Society uh, of America meeting up in Coleman, Alabama, here in May. And wonderful uh, people from Australia who were not Catholic in France. And so what you learn is that even non-Catholics, they appreciate all of these kinds of elements. Now, they will have difficulty when you start talking about mediatrics of grace yeah. or even more so co-redemptrix mm -hmm. which has been proposed and so those kinds of things which really are founded in the truth and you can get to those those have to be explained and developed in a way that will fit into uh, a framework that people are attracted mm -hmm. to the church and not repelled mm -hmm. by the formulation or repelled by the way it's argued and I think one of the things that Mariologists can do today, whether it's dealing with non-Catholics or even with other religions, is to point to this maternal relationship. Mm -hmm. Everybody understands that, even if they don't accept that mm -hmm. Jesus is their brother, God is their father, and Mary is their mother. Wow. Yeah. They, they still understand that idea of maternal Beautiful. relationship. And they, if Catholics 
put that forward and see the love that yeah. we have for her, I think that is infectious. Yes. Colin, we're going to pause at this point, carry you over for the final segment. Your sharing is just absolutely beautiful. So we'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Please don't go away. back. We're having a wonderful discussion with Colin Donovan, Vice President of Theology, recently uh, was appointed to the Marian Academy, Pontifical International Marian Academy, and, and honored in that way, received the diploma for that. And you've been sharing some about the tasks of, mm -hmm. of that academy, and you also just concluded right before the break sharing about uh, the maternal nature of Our Lady, great yeah. to connect with people in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but what does this mean for you being appointed to this in terms of do you have to go to some meetings there in Rome? Can they commission you to go out someplace? What is that going to mean for sure. more work for you? <laughs> well, I don't, I mean, I got into it because of things that I was doing to promote yeah. Our Lady on air as well as in, in, in uh, uh, different conventions, if you will, yeah. that were being held in Ireland, Detroit, and so on. So I, I was doing that kind of thing, and none of that will stop. I remember when this first came out, people said, well, you no longer work for EWTN. No, I work for EWTN. This has been the primary instrument, actually, mm -hmm. by which I have been able to reach people. So why, why would I want to cease using it? Um, so I, I think as long as I'm useful, I will, I will have that role here. But I think what it does means that you can, there are gatherings, there are congresses that are held periodically. The next one is in uh, 2025 in Fatima, uh, where Mariologists who are members of, of it will come from uh, uh, their home nations into Fatima for that. So that's one of the activities, the writings that you do, obviously. Many of the people are professors, whether in Rome or in different, you know, University of Dayton, uh, for example, here in the United States and in different places. Yeah. So they're fulfilling that in their actually their teaching capacity. So I would put mine at the level of a teaching capacity because being on air, you know, being responsible for the website, answering questions, doing these kinds of things, uh, this is a way in which you can reach other people through teaching. Yeah. So that, that would be how I would. Uh, so no conflict yeah. in any way with yeah. what I do here at right. EWTN. Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll really enrich your life. I mean, you'll have times mm -hmm. where you get together with some people on the cutting edge that you never been with. You know, that text, you know, can you run with the horses, running with the horses. Yeah. And I found that in some ministries I've been involved with just being here at EWTN. It's just great to be with a group of people that are really dedicated to those areas that you're dedicated and just give you some, some right. insights or you ask questions to them. And speak and, the same language and, and understand when you're trying to, you know, yeah. speak and, and discuss yeah. certain things. Colin, you, know. you mentioned, and we just got a couple of seconds left here, but you know, we, is it the, all these theological questions that mm -hmm. our family has and everybody has, there's a question and answer section online? Well, we don't have that anymore, okay. but we have a lot of call-in shows okay. with a lot of great hosts. The open line shows, uh, many of our other programs have, uh, have, uh, 
You've got the Catholic sphere now that you're doing. The Catholic sphere, which I do with Doug, and we have two. We usually have another guest. We're, we're contemplating a Marian one for this fall, so mm. that'll be interesting. We'll get a couple people in to talk about Our Lady uh, uh, among myself and, and them, and yeah. Doug will lead the whole show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, looking Colin, forward just, to just that. Just close in a word of encouragement to our family and that we are family and what that means. I think the, what we've talked about, the idea of a family, and our, our mother is Mary, our brother is Jesus, our father is God the Father. Amen. And if we conceive that, you know, we talk about our EWTN family, not to the exclusion of the family, the communion of saints, you know, in heaven, on earth, and in purgatory. Uh, so that, and God himself in his Trinitarian nature is a family. So that family love, communion, that shared knowledge and hope, uh, all of those things are the patrimony of families, especially uh, those founded Amen. in Jesus Christ himself. Colin, thank you so much for being thank with you. us and your service to the church, your service thank to you. our nation as a Navy man, a retired, and uh, so thank you. You're an important part of this EW10 family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now. <laughs>